Does the law really work the way TV and movies depict? Let's discuss with Christine and Christine. Right. Hello, hello, everybody. Oh, so excited. We have a new episode today in our podcast, Law and Pop Culture. We're so excited. And for all of you who are tuning in, I am Christine Mattis, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host. Christine Karen Sahagurski. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be here. We are doing something a little bit different today than we've done in our other podcasts. So FYI, everyone, I have no idea what we're talking about, but our lovely host, Christine Mattis, is going to talk about a specific topic today, and I am going to be taken off guard. I love it. I'm so excited. I think it's fun. Uh, You know, so basically, Chris doesn't know what the topic is going to be about, and so I have prepared, and I will be chatting, and what's nice is that, you know, she will be learning about it just as you guys are, as you are listening, and we're also going to put our spin on it. As you know, uh, both of us have our practices here, and that we've been practicing for a long time, and it's always fun to see you know, does that really happen when we hear about things in TV, when we hear about things in the news, and we want to say like, oh, you know, what, what does happen? And these are practical questions that I always have, or I get when I'm watching movies or shows with my family or friends, and they'll turn to us saying like, wait, is that true? Is that could that happen? So I just thought it'll be fun to have that spin on everything. So today, Chris, we're going to be talking about combination of what's been going on with the Rupert Murdoch family and how it's relating to real life and their lives and how, you know, a lot of us who are listening to this, if you have your own business uh, or you've been watching and following the HBO uh, show, the series Succession, which I love, it's been great. If you haven't watched it, Chris, it's really it's a great show. It really pulls you in. Uh, and they just wrapped up, you know, they had their final season, I, I guess several, I, even if it wasn't last month, you know, last year or so, but very sad. You know, when those things happen, you just feel so sad, like, like family, friends going away. You're like, oh, now what? What's going to happen? So I will not give a spoiler alert for, for Succession if you haven't watched the series, but, you know, uh, Succession in itself started out by fam, you know, following Rupert Murdoch and his family. So Rupert Murdoch, as you probably know, Chris, you know, he is this big uh, media mogul. And we've talked about him on our podcast before. We've talked about his family. Uh, and when we first spoke about him, we were mentioning that he does have family members in his uh, huge empire, but he hadn't made a decision of what he's going to be doing next you know, by stepping down because he's he's older, he's getting there. Well, now it looks like in the news, a decision has been made. So he's step- stepping down as chairman of Fox and News Corp. Uh, and again, uh, this is exactly what was going on, Chris, in the HBO Succession series, where he was playing planning and trying to think of who's going to be the best successor successor of his uh, of his empire. Now, the, when the news broke, you know, uh, he said that he's retiring. Uh, and then similarly, just like in the series in the HBO series, um, you start now seeing on X, you know, I think that was used to be known Twitter and all the social media. It's quite fun. So it's really 
brought the show to the forefront, but really helped people focus on like, oh, what's going on with that family? So his uh, son, Lachlan, he decided Lachlan will be taking over as the sole heir of News Corp and Fox. Um, he's 52. Uh, he did congratulate his father on his um, booming career, seven, seven decades uh, in this industry. Uh, and he, Rupert isn't totally out though, Chris, he is going to be chairman emeritus. So he's going to be serving as that from mid November on. So in a few more weeks, he will be officially, uh, you know, not in charge, but he'll be there and he'll be influential as, as always. Um, and then he does have other children. He has James, he has Elizabeth, Besides Lachlan, uh, there's Prudence, and he also has children from his other relationships. But you're always going to hear about these kids um, because they're the old one of the older ones, and they've really been uh, involved with him and the family. Uh, and looking at so, 50 years old, he's the youngest of that group of those older uh, kids. Uh, and he actually has a little bit of a different way about a different mindset than his brother, Lachlan and Rupert. So just a little bit of background on James, because it is fun to see where they are, where they are now and where they're going, Chris. So after studying at Harvard and he dipped his toes in the water of the hip hop record label, um, he's been, you know, working for Rupert and the family in the nineties. Uh, and, you know, what they've always seen is that he's always been trying to push for dad's approval. He's the one who's really been looking for that. Um, he endured a considerable amount of public relation hits for his father in 2011. Uh, I remember uh, reading about this. There was a phone hacking scandal that occurred, Chris, and he was involved in that. Um, and it was about it was sadly about a girl who was kidnapped and eventually she died. Uh, but what happened was certain reporters, um, they were able to tap into um, the cell phone uh, of the girl to try to get messages, but they were retrieving the messages, Chris, and deleting them. And when the family was trying to get the messages, they were not, they weren't shared the messages. They weren't told it was just ugly. And La um, James stepped up took the hit for the family because the family, um, they, uh, Rupert's um, business, they were in charge of that phone company uh, and they had the wherewithal to retrieve the messages. So it was kind of ugly. It was really not, not good, but you know, James took it, you know, he took all of that. Um, then you have the other daughter, uh, Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth, uh, kind of has taken on her own role. She is not really heavily involved in Rupert's um, business, Chris. Mm -hmm. um, Rupert's daughter, she, you know, she is a little bit older than the other uh, kids, but she never was considered a serious contender as a successor. She left the family business in the 90s uh, and she created a TV production company called Shine. Um, and really that was responsible for the biggest loser, Master Chef in 2011. Uh, one of the biggest, biggest thing that she did uh, was forsaking the privileges of her Murdoch name and she struck out on her own. Um, and Shine was bought out for 153 million million pounds. Uh, so that was a big deal. They have another daughter, Prudence. Now, Prudence uh, was Rupert's eldest daughter from his first marriage to Patricia Booker. She 
typically, again, is never really considered a successor or in the running. And she doesn't, she's very private. She doesn't want to be involved with any of the media situation and, and really the company. Uh, you know, she is an heir, but she has no, it's, it looks like she has no interest, Chris, to really be involved in the family, uh, this family business. And again, if for those of you who watch this is the series HBO Succession. There is a son in there. Mm -hmm. Same thing. He had more political aspirations, but he really wasn't involved in the family business. Uh, so again, really mimicking uh, what's going on. So when we look at what's going on, we have Lachlan. Uh, he has always been sharing dad's enthusiasm for media. I mean, he worked with dad even younger in the newspaper business. There was a clip about him early, early on. He was young, uh, Chris, and he was trying to get his feet wet working with dad. But apparently there was one moment where he was tired and he was taking a nap. And I believe he was only in his teens. A photographer took his photo and, of course, made a mockery of it, saying, like, oh, hard at work. And and the feeling was that Rupert was so so mad about that photo and that, you know, telling Lachlan that, you know, you always have to be paying attention uh, because media is always going to be looking at you. But I felt, I felt bad. I remember reading about that to Chris and I kept thinking, like, he's just a kid, but I get it. It's a whole different arena with them. Uh, but yeah, so when Rupert decided that he was going to be stepping down, uh, he chose uh, Lachlan. Now, what's interesting is that where Rupert is very involved in politics, he skews very conservatively. Uh, Lachlan is conservative as well, Chris, but uh, it looks like he doesn't really want to be that much involved. He doesn't want to be as strongly opinionated uh, or pushing his company, you know, the company's to be as uh, strongly opinionated um, with politics as his father. We'll see. I mean, honestly, it's still in the early stages, but I could see that. So now as he becomes the sole heir of News Corp um, and, you know, just giving people a little bit more idea of what are we talking about? So he, News Corp, which is also the owner of the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, um, Lachlan also becomes executive chairman of Fox, the television arm, which includes the news, Fox Sports, the broadcast network. Um, you know, this is it, it's a lot, you know, so that's just looking at the breadth and, and looking at exactly what is involved with um, the family and what they have. Um, and they're saying that Lachlan is probably the most aligned with his father's in terms of politics and in terms of his vision for the business. Um, again, I'm thinking that he'll probably still be involved with the politics, but I don't know if he's going to be as strong of a lightning rod, um, as his father had wanted, um, the, um, his media companies to be, uh, but what's, it's, it's interesting now Fox documents from late 2020 to early 2021, um, there were high-profile and devastating litigation that underscored the tight collaboration between the two Murdochs when everything was going down with a lot of the lawsuits that were happening against them with the sexual harassment cases, with all of that. Um, both the Murdoch, you know, Rupert and his son Lachlan, they were, you know, working together in Locksmith. They were involved in overseeing the news coverage for Trump uh, and all of the issues that were happening there. Um, in April, you know, interestingly, Fox agreed to pay $787 million in damages to Dominion voting systems um, because of the defamation, defamation claim. They were claiming that there may have been uh, faulty voting machines that led to 
issues with the election and things like that. But, you know, as you go through all of this, we see how finally there's going to be some type, hopefully of some type of more clear plan, Chris, of where this media entertainment company is going. And for those of you who have businesses, um, you should be taking note, you know, for a long time, he was hush hush about what his plans were for his business. That does cause friction among, say, people who are working with you, and especially if they're family members. Um, and it looked like it was turning into some type of competition, who was going to win daddy over, uh, who, and, you know, maybe he likes that, you know, everyone has a different style of parenting you know i have to say there are times when i'm managing our firm um we do think of it as a family and there's different people in each family and we have to be respectful of their feelings have to be respectful of uh what motivates them so who knows maybe in rupert's all-knowing situation here he knew what would motivate the kids or maybe he was wanting this would motivate them so um you know for me uh, you know, so this was step one of what he's doing is gently stepping down, retiring. But, you know, it still begs the question, Chris, of what is the what is the final plan? Should he die? You know, and there are other children involved because he was married several times and each of the relationships uh, for the most part, I think, except for he was married to Jerry, Jerry Hall. Yeah, uh, for a while. I don't think they had a child. Um, but with each other relationship, there's children involved. So how how are they going to be playing in the mix? How How is that? So it's, it's a lot to handle, Chris, you know, if you have it. But, you know, one of the things that we're always saying to clients, if you have a business, start early, you have to start early, thinking about what's going to happen to you when you want to retire, or you become disabled, or if you die, you, you really need to start thinking ahead of that. So in his situation, I think he was always thinking about having the kids. I don't think he ever was thinking of going outside of that, Chris, to having that. Uh, but for those of us who are in a business who maybe don't have kids who are involved, um, or if you're in a profession like ours, Chris, right now the rules are in order to take ownership, you have to have a law degree. That's just how it goes. So if you have family members that you're hoping to take over your law firm, uh, and they're not in the law profession, well, you really got to think of plan B, you know? So again, thinking ahead, because I can only imagine, Chris, when the revelation comes up, when you think you want to retire and you want to move this uh, business to someone, you're like, oh, wait, you're not licensed. Now what, you know? Um, and it's important to decide, you know, what you want to do. But like I said, family involvement was huge for R Rupert Murdoch. And for all of us who may have a business, if you have a family, Start looking in, are, are these serious contenders, you know, and or right, Chris, hard talks will have to be if you feel that this family member might be expecting to step into your shoes, but they may not have the capability. Oh, you got to start start talking about it early, preparing them, um, you know, because just a lot of a lot of bad things could happen. Um, and again, if you're thinking that route that they may not be ready, then you got to start developing the talent. You got to start looking and who is going to be taking over if you want that. You know, the other method of passing on the business is just having it totally liquidated. Sell it, sell it. That's it, you know. Um, but you really got to think it through because without thinking it through, say you want to sell it, but you didn't realize there was somebody involved that wants to take over. Um, again, that causes tension and that causes a lot of problems. But, you know, again, if you're thinking of someone outside the organization, 
um, you know, you might want to look and make sure you know who you're talking to. Start the conversations early, you know, because no one makes these decisions overnight. It takes years to get your plan in place and making sure the transition uh, makes sense. And also you want to think about like what Rupert was doing, right, Chris? So he's yep. stepping down, but he's not totally relinquishing power. So if you have a business and, you know, you're saying like, you know, I'm going to do a gradual step, but I'm still going to be around. That sometimes makes a lot of sense. It makes the clients and the customers feel comforted. Um, there's a local car place here that my father would go to, I would go to, and I know the owner has now since sold, but his name is still there. He pops in now and then says hello. And I have to tell you, it is comforting, you know, but he has introduced us to the new new people there. We meet them. They're taking care of all of it. But once in a while, we'll see him like, hey, Andrew, you know, and I think that that lends itself to helping a good transition because you want the successing company, the successor company to succeed. You, you want to, right, Chris? I mean, you want them to to do well because especially if they're carrying on your name, you know, no oh. one wants to be like, oh. Christine Mattis, when she was there, was great. And now when she's not there, it's terrible. Ugh, who wants that? You know, <laughs> that's, that, that's a big deal. So again, hopefully, you know, for those of you who have a business, you're looking at what happened with Rupert Murdoch. Sure. He may be in a different type of industry and different uh, other moving parts. But the theory is the same. Planning ahead, making sure those that you want involved are having some information about it, that they know they're involved. Because, you know, you might want to think you know who wants to take over your business, but you won't really know until you talk to them because, you know, sadly, people have their own dreams and own aspirations and you may not be a part of that. You know, you may not. And that's uh, ooh, that that's something you need to be very, very aware of because then you really got to pivot your plans. Um, and that's where contingency planning always comes in. And again, legacy planning, protecting that legacy you know, and again, if you think that, you know, it's probably going to end here, we're just going to sell it fine, but make sure, you know, have it in place. Right, Chris? I mean, really, how many times have we had clients that, you know, we bring it up during the planning process and I realize they have their own businesses. So what's the plan? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, we, we got to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Or they'll mention to me, I have kids like, okay, but they have no interest in being in this industry. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. But again, the question is, so what's the plan? What are, what are we going to do with it? Just sell it, which is fine. But, you know, you really, you really got to think about these things, right, Chris? I mean, you've, Absolutely. you've come across lots of clients who've had their own businesses, practices, um, and it's hard. It's, it's a lot, lot to think of, a lot on their plate, but the worst is when we're not planning or you're doing things last minute or you're disabled. And now what? Oh, I mean, I've seen those businesses too, where I'm like, what happened to such and such restaurant or whatever? Like, oh, the owner got sick. Uh, and that happened locally too. There was a great restaurant here, Chris. Typically in our area, Tom's River, we got a lot of good places, but high end that you have to make a reservation for. Not many. And there was a place called Jeffrey's. Uh, and again, I don't know all the details, but I do remember that he was ill and he sadly passed away. And then Jeffries is gone. It would have been so nice if it could have been continued somehow. Uh, and many, many businesses and restaurants have tried to take over that space. And it's just been, I think there's somewhere place there, but not to that level, not, not to that high level uh, that it was before. Uh, but we hear it, we hear it all the time. Uh, businesses where someone became disabled, got sick. And then where, what happened to the business? 
without a plan, if no one was groomed to take over, uh, it sometimes it dies along with the owner, sadly, you know. So, yeah, that's, you know, so to me, I think, you know, what's going on with the Rupert Murdoch case was very interesting. But what I love was how it was tying in more and more with HBO's Succession series. Again, I highly encourage everyone to watch it. Watch, and there's several seasons. So, you know, you're going to you'll be pulled into the family drama. But you'll be able to see and compare the players who are in there, the people who are in there, the mindset. Of course, Succession has all the high drama. And I I mean, who knows if that was going on with Rupert when he was trying to pick who, you know, Lachlan over others. It could have been. But in Succession, there was, you know, board agreements, board voting, last minute people changing their minds and deals going on in the back room and things like that. Um, you know, and you know, with your business, you know, people listening here, it could be that way if you want it that way. Uh, but the best way is having it in an orderly fashion, uh, a way where you can just think about it uh, and, and really talk about your loved ones. So, uh, you know, if you haven't watched it, did you watch the show, Chris? I don't know if you're I a fan. I did. I watched yeah. the first few episodes and I, I just got, I was really reeled in for a bit. And then I took a little break and I, Eh, that's the way uh, the way I watch TV, but it Me was too. fascinating because I didn't. And at that time when I was watching it, I was like, "Is this about the Rupert Murdoch family?" <laughs> the Murdoch family. I was like, yeah. and it, and suddenly I was like, "Oh!" And then we started talking about it in our, you know, in our um in the show, and it just it made complete sense. And I really want to watch it now that you bring it up because I didn't realize it had so many uh, different um, seasons already and it's wrapping up. Oh my goodness. No, I'm oh, it's done. Yeah, it's done. And it's it's very, I thought it was just well done. Very good. The actors, actresses, uh, really whole, all of them well-deserved. Just a, a great, it was a great show. I was sad when it was sad. I was like, oh, that's it. No more, oh, you know. I, know. I have a crazy. bad habit of just binging stuff, you know. So I was, I waited till I got a nice, pile of episodes and went right through them <laughs> lost oh a lot goodness. of sleep you know <laughs> but uh you know but yeah again so you know the way Rupert Murdoch had conducted this there's many ways but you can see now you know things are falling into place we'll see how it goes because like I said it's mid-November is when he steps into that new role and Laughlin steps up uh, you know I'm, I'm eager to see how how if anything changes how things may improve uh, and and how the other kids will be um, participating and how they might influence certain things will be well, quite telling. But again, yeah. just like in the series, you know, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Oh, I'm really I'm really curious about what happens with the with the Murdoch family too. Once once this takeover happens, well, not really a takeover, but the passing of the baton, right? <laughs> passing yep. of the hundred percent yeah and again you know they were doing it exactly you know in one way or the other how all of us should be thinking about if you have your own business it's so important Absolutely. you know it's so easy not to think about it because mm -hmm. we have so many other things that we want to handle and do but it, it is so important at least to have some semblance of a plan or at least a Absolutely. back you know because emergencies you know even if you you know if you're we're not talking about death but mm -hmm. things happen where we're taken away you know and mm -hmm. we need a plan b we need someone to step up you know groom a second hand that will come and step in you know and yes. help and so true. that was that episode chris so oh, fascinating 
<laughs> yeah. So we hope all of you found that helpful, interesting, uh, and we're going to be doing more episodes. If you have a suggestion of an episode or something that we'd like to chat about, send it to us, admin at mattislaw.com. We're happy to take all your, uh, your uh, ideas and suggestions or even questions that you may have. But thanks everyone for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. For more, go to mattislaw.com.